When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, hi, welcome or welcome back to the kingdom. Just making sure it's recording. I have PTSD from when it wasn't picking up my microphone like two episodes ago. So just making sure it's recording. I deeply apologize that I missed the bonus episode. It literally, like I looked at the date today and for some reason I thought that we had an extra week of April. And I looked at it day and I was like, oh my gosh, today is the last Friday of April. I don't know why I thought there was one more Friday coming up. Um, so I didn't plan for anything. And I would do an impromptu one, but like, I need to ask you guys. I need to, first of all, come up with a prompt, ask y'all to send in, and then I read them. And I'm so sad because these only come once a month. And I miss them. So I'm actually going to make one episode next month um like a kind of a community episode so we'll have like two bonus type episodes if if that makes sense if that makes it any better i'm so sorry but next month is so exciting guys like i don't know if it'll be the second monday or the second episode of the month or the third episode of the month i have such oh such such a good guest like i have such a good guest i am praying that it all works out uh, it's official it's confirmed but you know things happen and they're very busy i assume so i'm like hopefully <laughs> nothing comes up and that we can actually do this thing because i am so excited and so happy for them to come on the podcast i think y'all will love it i'm squealing um let's get into what we're welcoming and exiling i haven't done that the past two episodes because i just get ahead of myself this throne is just thrown it's just making me like get ahead of myself so um what am i welcoming and exiling so we're we're welcoming a couple things we're welcoming a couple things. One, we're welcoming prayer walks. Um, and that's what this main episode is about. But we're welcoming prayer walks this week and this month. We're welcoming um, Food Gallery 32. <laughs> I've been to that restaurant or no, it's a food court. It's a Korean food court. I've been to that food court twice this week and there's just so much joy. There's so much to eat. It's a Korean food court in Midtown slash Koreatown in New York City. We're welcoming that. If you guys live in NYC, go check it out. It's on 32nd Street and 5th Ave. So, so good. So good. There's so many options. Like... I was having such a hard time deciding what to get the second time around because I'm just in the mood for a lot of things all the time, especially when it comes to Asian food. I want it all. And so, yeah, I can't stop thinking about it. We're also welcoming TikTok. Um, awkward. If you listen to my TikTok, no, if you listen to my TikTok, if you follow me on TikTok, this is no surprise to you. But if you don't follow me, I've been posting like three times a day on TikTok. I realized I was just getting like in my head about the app. I would always say, yeah, I want to use TikTok. I just don't know what to post. The answer is everything. You post everything on TikTok. You post everything. It doesn't matter what it is. Like, is it cooking? Is it a recipe? Is it an outfit of the day? Is it a, a story time? Is it a lesson? Is it a tip? Is it your process of making something, li like, 
going to the grocery store. Like, it could be anything. And you could just post it. Obviously, you have to be strategic with, like, the sound and hashtags and, like, everything else. But you can post everything. And I think that's why I was just kind of like, I don't know what to post because there was so much. But once I got in the habit of it, I realized it's just so easy and... It's kind of bad because their instant gratification is almost worse than YouTube or Instagram because it's just everyone's on there. So there's more engagement. I think that's why I like it. Like more people are like are commenting on things because I think it's just such a chillax app that nobody really thinks twice about their comments as opposed to like Instagram where you like are sitting there typing for three minutes on what to comment on a friend's picture you know I don't do that by the way I don't um (laughs) but yeah it's just like so chill and I think that's what has made it easy for me I currently have just been posting like my outfits every day like putting them together every morning I will put them together together record it And then edit it right after and post it right after. It's like almost real time. You're getting ready with me in real time. I like it. There's also almost no thought to the editing process. It's so easy, so fast. I don't know why I advertise in TikTok right now because it really is just such a bad app for like the mental because you just be on there for hours. But recently, for the sake of being honest, I have welcomed TikTok. Um, And I think TikTok has welcomed me. You guys on the TikTok app are so welcoming and open and friendly. And I think it's just much more friendlier over there. Um, But dang, when it gets bad, it gets bad. Like I've seen a lot of creators, mm, celebrities. mm. When it gets bad, it gets bad. (laughs) Absolutely destroyed. I think the reason why, you know, People are so easy to comment, whether good or bad. I'm over here saying, you know, you can just comment on anything. That's the same way for if it is like a bad comment. People don't care. They would just say it. And when one person makes fun of you, everybody makes fun of you. But when one person likes you, everyone likes you. So, you know, do with that what you will. I'm welcoming TikTok. Those are three things I have welcomed. Prayer Walk, Food Gallery 32, and TikTok. I feel like that could sum up my life right now um we have a couple things to talk about today so let's get started um i recently oh no i didn't do exile what am i exiling i'm exiling what am i exiling oh i know what i'm exiling a bunch of clothes from my closet i spent all afternoon on depop i was taking pictures of my clothes, listing them. I listed like 17 items. Two of them have already sold within the span of an hour. I'm like, let's go, guys. I'm very excited about this. If you have a Depop account and if you live in the United States or um, I could also ship internationally, but check out my Depop. I'll have the link down below or in my bio on Instagram, but I'll probably have it down below on this episode. And yeah, go check it out. See if there's anything that you like. I am just hustling, you know, like all the side hustle, um, <laughs> all the side hustle videos that are posted. I'm, I'm in them. I'm watching all of them. What are ways to make money? I also don't have a closet. Um, I basically don't have a closet. My closet is probably four inches if I actually measured it. Um, When I brought, when I needed this throne in the room, it came with some consequences, such as virtually no closet space. Um, And that was just the price I had to pay. That was the price I had to pay for this throne. So... That's that on that. Um, Yeah. I'm selling some things because I really physically cannot keep that many things in my room. Like, I have nowhere to put it. 
and it's just also like out with the old in with the new you know i'm trying to have a select few pieces i'm in my minimalistic era even though you're probably thinking you're always in your minimalistic era why did i say like that you're probably in your always in your minimalistic era because you wear the same things every day and that is true but you know you know i had to double it (laughs) we're going double on the minimalism um and we're selling some clothes so yeah check it out i also i'm thinking i have some extra jesus freak tanks i if you want them i will list it on my depop but i don't want to list like 10 of the same items on depop so if you want a Jesus Freak shirt or a tank because the site is no longer up, if you want that, I will sell it to you on Depop. Just message me so I know that you for sure want it. Then I'll post it and you can buy it off off Depop. I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Um. So there's that. That's what it's I'm exiling all my favorite clothes like my two brown jackets and my green tank and some things that i love they're all gone well not yet but if you want them you can buy them okay let's begin let's begin we're gonna we're gonna start hot and heavy okay this week i'm gonna this was has probably been the craziest week of my life and we're gonna it like happened in three parts okay it all started on tuesday (laughs) and so we're gonna just i'm just gonna tell you the three big things no i'm gonna i'm just gonna break it down yeah i'm gonna tell you the three big things that happened this week and they're all you know epiphanies revelations uh, circumstances events everything okay okay Event number one, on Tuesday, I went ring designing for my engagement ring. If you don't follow me on TikTok or, yeah, if you don't follow me on TikTok, breaking news, your girl is getting engaged. She's getting engaged, and when she does... We will have an episode all about the engagement, and I will let you guys ask me questions. I don't know when it's going to be. I know it's going to be sometime in the spring and summer. Not and summer, spring or summer. We're already in spring, so probably sometime in the summer. It's definitely going to happen in the summer, not in the fall. I don't know when. I don't know where. I don't know how. But I know it's coming. And only because, one, my sister and Lucas have been texting. Hmm. Odd. They never speak. In fact, they hate each other. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but they never speak. Um, so, yeah. I saw her name pop up on his phone. I'm like, what are they texting about? And then when I asked him, he looked very red and you know what that means and also because obviously i didn't just jump into the conclusion we have been talking about engagement for a while if it was up to him we would have been engaged two weeks after we started dating because that's actually when he told me he was gonna engage me (laughs) propose to me literally two weeks after we started dating our second time ever um hanging out (laughs) so you know they say when you know you know i guess he knew right away um so if it was up to him he would have done it so soon but i basically gave him the okay to do it earlier this year so all of last year he really would have done it like anytime last year but i was just like i'm not ready 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 I feel like a baby. I feel like a baby. I feel like a baby. Also, like, why are we in a rush? Like, let's just chill out. We've only been dating for however long that was last year. And it just, it didn't feel like enough time. Nothing really felt like enough time. Even though I knew, like, yes, this is the man I do want to marry. 
which is wild that I already know. <laughs> That's so crazy. I'm just imagining me in like in senior year in my dorm, my single dorm, when I was making the list of what to look for in a man and I had no idea who he was or what he would look like. Sorry, guys, my foot is asleep. Like my whole leg, it feels like a TV static screen and it's really uncomfortable right now. But yeah, um, it's just crazy that we are here today <laughs> witnessing this in real time. Um, and I'm happy that you guys are here with me. You guys get to experience it all with me. Very, very crazy stuff. So yeah, all of last year, I just wasn't ready. And then even earlier this year, I wasn't ready, but it wasn't until like I got back from Ghana. And when I got back from Ghana, I just felt, I don't know, I got back from Ghana and then he had taken me to on like a surprise dinner. It was our first date back like from being away for so long because right before I went to Ghana, he was in LA for two weeks. And then I was going to go like the day he land, he landed back in New York city was the day that I was going to Ghana for three weeks. So it would be five weeks of us not seeing each other. Thankfully by God's miraculous, you know, God just doing what God does. His land time and my departure time left room for us to meet at the airport. And I'm thinking, you know, we can meet at the airport because we're you're arriving in the same airport I'm leaving at. So we can meet for like a brief moment and chat. But I'm thinking like I'm going to go to a different terminal. Like I'm going to have to run across the airport to meet this guy. No. He was literally, <laughs> his gate, the gate that he was arriving in, was right next to the gate that I was leaving at. So I'm literally sitting, like, I was sitting right there and I saw him walk in. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how crazy is that? And my gate has had been changed, like, four times. And the fourth one was the final gate. And that was the gate that was right next to the one that he was coming in from. So crazy stuff. We met up for like an hour or so before I had to go. But when I came back, I had this like renewed sense of peace. So we went on our first date in like five weeks. Um, and so we're basically five weeks apart from each other. Ghana was hard. Ghana was hard for the relationship in general because like I just didn't have time you know I was spending time with my family I hadn't been in a continent or in the country for 11 years so we weren't talking as much and everything felt like weird not weird but a bit like strained like you know we haven't we were going five weeks without proper communication and the connection would be bad, the time difference. It was just like, it was hard on our relationship, right? But right when I came back, the first week back, it just felt so much bliss and peace. And I was sitting across from him in an Italian restaurant and he looked so good and I had missed him. And I just felt so much like calmness over me. Like, you know what? This is the guy I want to marry. I've been knowing that, but in that moment, it felt different. It felt, like, reassured, like, yes. So then I was like, you know what? You can. I give you the go-ahead <laughs> to propose whenever you want. And that was in January. And so he saved up, saved up, saved up. Um, and now we are at the stage where he is getting the ring. And so he met up with the designer, went over specifics. What I don't want to, I'm not going to tell you, you guys. I haven't even seen it myself, but I will show you and I'll tell you all the specifics when it actually happens. So, um, yeah, he met up with the designer. He drew the ring. I had been sending him like, like stuff that I want but my mind changes every like week um 
so what he showed the designer was like, you know, whatever. I had sent him pictures. He just chose one and showed it to the designer. And the designer was like, you know, how about she comes in as well? He also drew, he like designed it and drew it. And she was like, how about she come in and she tells me what she wants. Um, and then I can like basically take Lucas's drawing and what she wants and kind of like merge it into one or, you know, really tweak it to match what I want. Cause I don't know what he designed. So I went in with him on Tuesday it was such a special day, and we went to Food Gallery 32, and that's why I'm obsessed with it. But it was such, such a fun day. We were so excited. I couldn't do anything the whole day. I just couldn't stop thinking about, like, 5 o'clock because that's when we had to go in. I'm like, 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock. I just couldn't wait. And we went in. We were there for, like, an hour going over every little thing about this ring. Like, I did not know that a ring had so much detail and specifics it's like the width of the band and uh like prongs and uh, i don't know color i don't know i don't know so there was a lot there was a lot and it was complicated and you know why it was a bit complicated designing it later but sorry, I don't mean to tease you like that. But it was fun. It was fun. And I posted a get ready with me like talking about it on TikTok. It it is now down. The get ready with me is now privated because I felt scared. <laughs> I felt scared about saying it. And I didn't know it was gonna get that many views. It was like two hours and I already had like two hundred comments. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Everybody unwatch this right now. Like I knew people would see it, but people were sharing it and sending it. It was just it was just getting bigger. The video was going viral. No, I'm just kidding. It was getting bigger, though, than I was ready for. And I was like, no, I don't think I want people to know. But I'm comfortable telling the podcast because you guys are just, oh, I just love you. I want to squeeze you. So. It's fine to say it on here. Um, and also, I saw people commenting that I hadn't, like, talked to in years. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't even follow me. We don't even follow each other. No, let's not do this right now. So I took it down because I just felt bad. You know, like, just, like, bad energy. Um, and, Yeah. That happened. So so you can see why my week has been a bit crazy. And then another thing happened. The second thing is that I met up with my best friend from Ghana. Like, me and her were joint at the hip. And we hadn't seen each other in 11 years. Like, the last time I saw her was my last day of school where... I was leaving and I was saying bye to her and bye to her family. I literally still have the image of her getting in her in her parents' car with all her siblings just waving at her and like thinking that I wasn't going to see her ever again or I don't know when I'm going to see her. And God just makes it that she works in the city. She works in New York City. And I was like, how did we both end up in New York City 11 years later? 11 years later from Tema, Accra, Ghana. <laughs> from Sakumana, Ghana. How did we both just end up in New York City? It's so, like, it was just, so, yeah, I saw her yesterday. It was so wild. I feel like the only description I have for any of these events is wild it was wild and i had a lot of fun we talked we had so much to catch up on talked for hours also took her to food gallery 32 um because i'm a fiend and it was so good it was so heartwarming like just like yummy yummy in my tummy you know a good feeling <laughs> 
not not the food, the meetup, a good feeling in my belly, and yeah, I like that, and I realized how deeply nourishing like recently I've just been having like long conversations with women and they're always just so deeply nourishing that I am sad that I feel like I deprived myself of that for a bit or I I was just scared to go get closer to women or establish deep female friendships and most of them were surface level but having Deep, 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 spirit-filled conversations with some women recently. And it has been just nourishing to the mind, the body, and the soul. The third thing I'm going to talk about, and that is the prayer walk. Um, on Was it Wednesday? Yeah. On Wednesday, I faced an upper limit problem because on Tuesday, I had such a good day designing my dream ring and feeling like on cloud nine that naturally the next day, I feel the worst I have ever felt. I don't know why this happens. It always happens. Like, And you would think that because it always happens, I would be on alert and catch myself like, oh, this is what's happening. Upper limit, go against the resistance. Nuh-uh. That's not what happens. I fully surrender to the resistance. And I just say, resistance, have me. And I lay in bed for 24 hours. And I don't know why. Like, I'm scared to have good days now because I feel like the next day will be followed by. And not necessarily a bad day. Like, nothing bad happens. It's just like I just feel so low. It's like I went from feeling high to feeling low um I hate myself so yeah on Wednesday I was in bed all day and scrolling doom scrolling you know that you're scrolling so much and you know that you're feeling these low vibrations because you're scrolling but you can't stop scrolling because you are feeling low vibrations and you need the dopamine it's a negative feedback loop. I wake up, I'm feeling a bit under, this This is how it starts. I wake up, I'm feeling a bit like low. I'm feeling a bit like, you know, the vibes are down today. I even checked my period app flow to see if, you know, I was about to get my period, but no, I am not. So I'm like, why am I feeling down? Okay, I'm feeling down. So I don't want to get up and I don't want to be like super, super productive. So let me just spend like maybe an extra couple minutes in bed on my phone because I'm feeling down. That turns into like an hour of just me snuggled. And you know, my bed is comfy. It's cute. My bedroom is cute. So I'm just snuggled in here on my phone scrolling. And, you know, five minutes turns to 30, turns to 45, turns to an hour. And because I've scrolled for so long, the vibes are getting lower. Like I'm even feeling worse. And I'm just going more down. I'm sinking into the hole of the doom scroll and like almost like the depressive scroll. And you're just watching everything and everyone and refreshing constantly. And just, and TikTok is the worst because it has endless, endless, endless content. You never stop scrolling on TikTok. Um, after I just said how much I'm posting on there. Um, so yeah, I was just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling and feeling worse and worse and worse. And then because I'm feeling worse, I need to scroll more. You get it? Cause first I was feeling a little bit down and I'm like, let me just scroll for a little bit. Then I scrolled for a little bit and I felt worse and I'm like, Oh, I'm feeling worse. I need to scroll more to feel better and it's just boom boom like everything is just deeper it's going deeper 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 it's getting worse 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 and that was it for the whole day the whole day I got up to make cornflakes and ramen like I didn't even eat good that day I just got up made cornflakes made ramen and just 
went back into bed. I couldn't do anything. And it's so crazy the way that God works because God is constantly working even though we don't see it. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Yeah, you never stop. You never stop working. I feel like Apostle Joshua Selman when he burst into a song randomly in his sermons. But right when I was about to sleep, like 11, after a day of feeling horrible, sluggish, rotting in bed, basically, I stumble upon a TikTok. You know, and TikTok is funny because the same thing that can harm you can help you. So I scroll, I, you know, stumble upon a TikTok and the girl is saying, do you want to beat laziness out of your life? And I'm thinking, heck yeah, I've been lazy this whole day. This is the perfect TikTok to see right before the laziest day of my life, probably. And so I'm watching and she's like, it all starts with prayer. First, you have to pray and ask God to help you. I'm like, okay, cool. I know that one. And then she says, get active in the morning. And I'm thinking, no, 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 don't say that. I don't want to get active. I hate being active. You know, I was a Pilates princess a little bit earlier this year. And breaking news, guys, I don't know if I'm a Pilates princess, to be honest, because I find it so draining, like, doing it. And it's probably because, like, I just, I don't work out often, so doing it and whenever I do it I don't do it to the best of my ability I don't do as many reps as they say I don't go all the way down or all the way up I'm just not doing it right so maybe if I did it right I would feel happy afterwards but I don't do it right and so I finished Pilates I roll up my mat and I just feel useless like I did nothing because I actually did nothing um so I just found it a waste of time so I stopped doing it this is a confession. Don't judge me. This is a safe space. This is not a government-funded activity. I have the right to discriminate. Um, Dr. Umar. Speaking of Dr. Umar, I'll tell you a story that just happened. Like, But let me get back to my story, okay? So, um, I just was like, no, she says, get active in the morning. I'm like, no, I can't do it. I don't want to. Cause I'm thinking she just like is going to tell me to like exercise or go to the gym or something. And I just like really don't, I'm not down for any of that. Mind you, this is like the worst headspace I'm in. Right. So if I saw the, the TikTok another time, I would have a different opinion. But in that moment, I'm like, no, don't even mention getting active in the morning with me. Don't. But then she says, you can go for a walk in the morning. Make it a prayer walk. And I'm thinking, huh, a prayer walk. Lucas used to do those. Lucas used to walk, go on a prayer walk every morning at 5 a.m. And I thought he was crazy. And he would do it every day without fail. He stopped doing it because, like, it's been winter, but now that it's warming up, I wonder if he'll start again because I just started. So maybe he'll join me. Um, Actually, no, he goes to the gym. So th- he goes to the gym at 5 a.m. actually. So he probably doesn't need to walk anymore. But, yeah, I was like, huh, prayer walk. I remember when Lucas was doing them and he was trying to convince me to get on them. And I just, like, didn't want to because... <laughs> It just, I just didn't want to, but for some reason, her saying that I think it, it, it was God trying to tell me or like give me a sign, it felt like such a good idea. And I hope me saying this right now feels like a good idea for you too. Go on a prayer walk right when you wake up. This is my second day of doing this, and I have a habit of praising and talking very highly about things that I've only done for a day or two, i.e. Pilates. But this one genuinely, guys, I genuinely feel like my life has changed within just this one activity. So I'm like, prayer walk. Interesting. Um, Okay, I'm going to do it. And for some reason, I just felt like 
God saying, like, just do it. Do a prayer walk in the morning. It really felt like I was getting the urge to really, like, take this girl on TikTok's advice and go on the walk. Because she said a lot of other things that didn't really click for me as much as the prayer walk. Um, and I'm like, yeah, let me just go on a prayer walk. So the next morning I wake up, I ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, wake me up at 5 a.m. He woke me up at 449 and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I woke up at five, stretched for a little bit and then embarked on my walk. I put on sweatpants, I put on a jacket, I headed out and I walked and walked and walked around my neighborhood for honestly like 40 minutes. And then I sat down on a playground. There's a playground in the neighborhood. So I sat there and I did my morning devotion there. And then I went back home and it was the most, I I wish I could relive it. It was the most blissful thing. I didn't feel tired at all waking up at 5 a.m. And I think it's also because I asked God for the strength to do it. So this is your sign. If you've been feeling lazy, you've been feeling slothful, you've been feeling, you know, procrastination, you want to exile procrastination. Because I know a lot of people say that when I ask, what what are you welcoming and exiling? You're saying procrastination. This is like, this changed my life. This changed my life genuinely. It's only been two days. But this morning I did it as well. Walked for 40 to 50 minutes, I think. Did my devotion outside. Um, I do the devotion on my Bible app so I don't have to bring, like, my devotion book or anything. And it's just so quiet, everything. If you if you live in a safe neighborhood, by the way, you can't. Don't go out at 5. I leave at 530. I leave my house at 530. Don't go out at 530 if you don't feel like your neighborhood is safe. I feel like a part of my neighborhood is safe, so I'm okay to do it. Um, and there's certain like parts that I just avoid, but it has been so rewarding. You guys, I am just, not only am I talking to God uninterrupted for 40 minutes because I was facing a couple of problems. I was thinking, well, there was a couple of things I was facing. I wanted to start waking up at five 30 and it's been the hardest thing for me to do. Like I haven't been able to do it like for a long time I used to I haven't been able to do it for a long time and because I don't have a like an office job or like a set job there's no structure to my day I have to make the structure and I was thinking it would be nice if I followed the regular nine to five or ten to six structure of an office because that would give me you know some good organization and so that I can make sure that I'm working 40 hours a week on my business because I need to. And so I had just haven't been able to. Recently, I would wake up at 9 when I want to start work at 9. I wake up at 9, lay in bed till like 10. I don't exercise. I try and do my morning devotion, but then I'm distracted by my phone and notifications so many things, so many things. And literally the prayer walk answered all of those things. It gets me up at five. I am not distracted on my phone because I'm focused on my surroundings and neighborhood. I can't walk and scroll at the same time. I'm talking to God more and I feel like I'm hearing him as well. And then I get to do my Bible study and then I come back home and it's like 630 and I'm energized. I'm awake. I'm alert. It's impossible to feel sleepy and lazy after that. Although today I did take a short nap. When I go got back, I napped for like 7 to 7.30. But I believe that was like a food coma because I ate breakfast right when I got back. So then I think like I was stuffed and I wanted to sleep. Not because I was tired. Because I promise like you will not feel tired. You probably feel tired from walking so much. And, you know, if 30 minutes is too much, do 10 minutes, do 15, do 20. I like to do 45 just because I I know that if I do anything shorter than that, 
I will come back and sleep. <laughs> but once I get back in at 6.30, I feel like, bruh, how are you going to get back in bed at 6.30? So um, I get back and I'm energized and I'm awake and I just jump in the shower right away to even wake me up even more, get breakfast, put on an outfit, do my makeup, and that's when I record like the TikToks and you know all these things like I just get my day started and before you know it it's 9 a.m and I'm starting work um by editing by emailing any like I'm just on top of it by nine and that's happened for me for the past two days and I'm like this was an answer to prayer I'm gonna link the TikTok down below as well so that you can see all the other tips she gave for beating procrastination and beating laziness but it really drastically drastically changed my life i say i've only done for two days but seriously go on a prayer walk it changed everything it got me it's got me it's talking to god longer being secluded being quiet you know just being in your own like headspace you know um and just getting to hear from him. And I feel like he purposely showed me that video, purposely implanted the prayer walk idea on my heart. Because now I'm like, I don't want to stop. Like, I'm not going to say, like, oh, I'm going to go on a prayer walk every day for the seven days. I want to make this, like, an everyday thing for as long as, till I feel like I need to stop, basically. Because at first I was like, should I do this for just this week? Something told me in my heart, I'm like, no, maybe 30 days. Then I felt God being like, just do it for as long as you feel like I'm telling you to stop. So I'm like, okay. And I feel like last week when I was talking about ascending in the secret place and how the lady said that she sees me going up, up, up like a helium balloon into the secret place. I feel like this was one of the ways like the secret place does not just the secret place does not have to be your bedroom. It can be anywhere. And that's how I found that I can be in the secret place while going on a walk in my neighborhood. You know, like I, I feel like now I'm actually like in the secret place where I'm seeking God because I'm getting up every morning and I'm talking to him. And it feels so nice. And it really just, I really want you to try it if you don't already. I really, really want you to try it. I'm posting every day on, like, I'm going to post on the podcast Instagram page what it is, what's up. I'm going to post, like, my prayer walk updates on there. I posted one today. So join me. We can do a challenge, you know? Maybe we can do, like, for the month of May, a prayer walk every day for 30 days. How does that sound? Let me know if you're down. <gasps> and then you can take a picture and tag me in it. Tag the podcast page in it. Whatever. <gasps> it can be an actual challenge. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. I think starting, listen, starting. Oh, yeah, because you're going to be listening to this on May 1st. Oh. <gasps> Okay, 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 guys. Perfect. Starting May 1st, prayer walk every morning at 5.30. You will wake up, go on a walk, talk to God the whole time, and give me updates. You know, day one, day two, day three, whatever Whatever you feel like, whenever day you feel like sharing, whenever day you feel like joining in, if you don't do all 30 days and you just happen to join in like randomly, you know, that would be so fun to see. And then you can send it to me. We can share them. <gasps> and I can see how your streets look like. Like I can just see what your neighborhood looks like. And then I can put it in um, Google Images and search it and find out where you live. Amazing so fun no i'm just kidding i won't do that i won't do that you can just post your feet if you want but that would be so fun and cool to see how many of you join me on this so i am very excited so yeah crazy things crazy things are happening and i feel like i'm getting a new sense of like the kind of season that i'm in i've been very 
frustrated. I've been very frustrated with God recently. Or I had been, not now. I had been because I felt like he, I felt like he promised me something and he like wasn't delivering. And also I feel like he like owes me something and he just isn't showing up. <laughs> so I've just been a bit annoyed and oh my God, what's going on? Um, I'm praying constantly. I'm doing all these things and I feel like what I'm praying for, I'm not getting an answer. And it was because I was looking at the problem and not him. Look at him. Don't look at the problem. The problem is so tiny. If you make the problem your whole world and your whole perspective, you're going to get drowned in it. Look at God, the one that's bigger than the problem. And so he was saying, child, just look at me. Just keep your eyes on me. Talk to me for the purpose of wanting to talk to me. Not because you have this need of yours that you want me to answer. Talk to me because you want to be close to me. You want to get to know me. You want to hear from me. Talk to me because you're my daughter or son or a friend. Get to know me. Draw closer to me just because you want to be near me and not because you think you have this problem. Because what is that problem? That problem is nothing. And if I focus on that problem and sure, God fixes it, gives me the answer, then what? Then I stop seeking God because I was seeking him for something and I got it. Then boom, that's when we're like, done we fall back into our old ways because we only drew closer to god for time because there was a need that needed to be fulfilled and so when you he answers that you withdraw because you don't need him for anything anymore and that's why sometimes he holds things back from us sometimes god will hold things back from you because he knows that once you once he gives it to you you stop looking at him you stop talking to him you stop seeking him so he makes you wait and wait and wait till you realize, oh, the thing that I'm seeking actually is not the bigger picture here. The bigger picture is God. So he makes you wait and wait and wait till you get annoyed and you're like, God, why are you making me wait so long? And then he will reroute you back that you don't even care about the problem anymore and you just want him. And as soon as you lock eyes with him, and you're like, all right, babes, it's just me and you. That's when he answers because he now knows I have your gaze. You don't care about it anymore. So let go of it. Let go of it. Focus on him and everything else. Literally seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Like everything else will be added. It's a powerful verse and it's so true and it, it's happened so many times where you just to me even personally and I always forget when I'm like in a situation ship I'm going through trials or something I forget that the key is just seeking him for him alone the key is just wanting him for who he is and know what he can provide and even in me saying that a part of me is like oh okay so I know I can um act like i'm seeking god and then he'll answer it no he knows your heart he knows your desires <laughs> you think oh okay there's the cheat code i'm actually going to pretend like i don't care about it anymore and then act like i only want god for god but then the back of my hat in the back of my mind i know oh if i act like i only want god for god then he will give me everything if i act like i'm seeking him first then he'll give me everything no he knows your heart desires he knows what you want. He knows the intent. The Bible says man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. He knows that deep down you are acting like you're seeking him because you just want this one thing. He's like, ha, gotcha. You can't hide nothing. Can't hide nothing, baby. Um, so generally make it a point to return to him, lock eyes with him again. Do not care about all these problems that are weighing you down because he knows them. And I know it's hard to believe. Like today I was looking up at the sky and I was like, God, like, you you know what I want. Like, there's no point even, like, continuing to pray and pray and pray. Like, you know it already, you know? I don't have to keep reminding you. I'm like, God, rent is due. Rent is due. Rent is due. 
And it's like, he knows. He knows. He's got you. He has got you. So, yeah. I designed my dream engagement ring this week. Met up with my childhood bestie this week for the first time in 11 years. And I started a prayer walk, which is, I feel like, my ascension into the secret place. Um, the secret place. The secret place of being consumed by Jesus. So that is all. Um, I was going to tell you a story at the end of this, and I'll slide it in real quick, but it has nothing to do with whatever I said, and I feel like I just said some really good stuff, and I'm going to ruin it by this random story. But um, Lucas and I, Lucas and I were, were in Central, no, not Central Park, Union Square, and we were having a big argument, probably one of our biggest, deepest arguments like generally one of the very first times where I had been extremely mad from like the core of my heart like very mad and I feel like now that we're looking into like engagements and stuff like now is the time to bring up those things like now is the time to not let anything on his end or on my end like don't let anything slip by don't disregard anything because you have to bring it all up before the ring is here. And now you feel like caged and tied down that you can't even speak up about what you're worried about or what is concerning you. So we had a really long, you know, conversation. And I feel like I needed to let my needs be known because if you're going to marry me, then you need to know this. And same with him, like he needed to let his needs be known. And so that before we get into the, before we get too deep into this, we know. And you can never be fully prepared for a lifetime with somebody. Things are always going to come up. But if they're coming up now, you better address them, you know, because it's only going to boil, like bottle up and like add up. So we were at Union Square, you know talking hashing things out randomly a guy with um a red robe upside down crosses all over the robe and then like this satanic symbol on the robe walks up to us he's like five inches away from our face and he says <laughs> he looks at lucas he's like and this is why when I mentioned Dr. Umar, I was um, saying that I had a story because this guy was basically against our interracial relationship. But more specifically, he was mad at Lucas. He didn't think that Lucas had the right to be with a black woman. He was a black guy. So he came up and you could tell he's definitely mentally ill because no normal person would do this. But he came up and he's like, you better leave her alone right now. Leave her alone. Stop touching her. You are dead. You're a dead man walking if I see you touch her. And Lucas is like, no, this is my woman. And he's like, you're going to die. You're going to die. And we're like, what? And then he reaches into his pocket. And I don't know what he's going to pull out because he's just saying you're going to die. I'm like, is he about to pull out a knife, a gun? Like, I was so scared. He pulls out a pink vape, <laughs> a pink vape, and then just like smokes it, sucks it in, and then blows it in our faces. And I was just so shocked. So I'm like trying to pull, like push him away. I'm like, leave. And then he's like, and so I'm hitting him. Um, Maybe you shouldn't put your hands on anybody. I wasn't like hitting him. I was just like, my hand was on him to push him away and and Lucas is like no babe like stop like don't don't even touch him and he's like oh no she can touch me she can slap me for all I care I I, I wouldn't mind but you and he points to Lucas he's like don't you dare 
even speak to me else you're dead i'm like oh my gosh what is going on what is going on right now and so i (laughs) so he blows the vape and then he just walks away and we just look at each other and we just start laughing i think i mean we needed some comedic relief it was a tense uh conversation we were having and so it just kind of made us laugh at each other and with each other which was probably needed in the moments but it was so scary and so crazy we just couldn't believe it so then he walks away and then like later that night something is telling me like i need to pray against like any demons that this guy has because he blew smoke in our faces like i don't take that lightly you know so in the middle of the night, I wake up at like 1 a.m. Something's telling me, God, I, I said I'm going to, I said I'm going to stop saying that something is telling me and I'm just going to say God, because uh, God is the only one that can speak to me internally, but God is saying, you need to pray against any demons that this guy may have. So I start praying uh, against demons from that guy and immediately immediately as I start praying, boom, I fall into sleep paralysis. It was an instant. I got completely paralyzed. And my room, even though it was dark, it got darker, felt darker. It felt like someone had opened all the windows and the door and like there was just like a wind chill, like just a wind, like a gushing cold breeze. So imagine I'm just laying in bed. I'm like, you know, any demons that this guy released, you know, cancel it, destroy it in Jesus' name, whatever. I start saying that. Boom. I fall into sleep paralysis. Immediately, the room starts getting freezing cold, like freezing cold. I start shaking. Like, even though I'm in a sleep paralysis state and I can't move, obviously, I'm awake. And that's what sleep paralysis is. It's when you're awake, but you can't move. And so obviously I'm awake. I cannot move at all. And I feel the coldness. Like my body is shivering. I have goosebumps all over my body. And I start hearing noises. Am I scaring you yet? (laughs) I start hearing voices. Um, And they're saying, and they're speaking in tree. Can you imagine? And they're saying, they're saying, Oh my gosh. They're saying like they're like who is she? This is all in tree. They're like who is she? Do you know her? Um what's happening? Like they they sounded confused about the fact that they were there. And they were just like who is this girl that basically has found us out? <laughs> that I didn't see anything. I just heard the voices loud and clear in tree. And I and, 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 you know, one of the voices was like, do you know her? And so I respond, but I'm paralyzed. So I'm pretty sure my lips weren't moving, but like I said it. I know I said it. I said, no, you don't know me. Get out in Jesus name. And as soon as I say that, all the voices quiet. My room returns back to room temperature. I get unparalyzed from my sleep paralysis and I, um, I wake up and I, I'm like, wow, wow. The spirit realm, the spirit realm is so real. I knew the spirit realm was real. And I, and I am deeply saddened that so many people neglect it. But the spirit realm is so real. And I'm so glad God told me to pray against them because they were literally in my room, probably. I don't know where they were. But, like, whenever I started praying, I obviously got transported into the spiritual realm where I was no longer in my room, even though I was in my bed. I'm no longer in my room, but I'm in the realm where everything is dark and cold and chilly and I can hear them. Um, so, yeah, it, it's very, very real thing. I never neglect 
anything that you feel spiritually in your in your heart that it's not right you know that's why you meet somebody and you just like energy doesn't vibe because spirits we're all spirits we're all spirits in a physical body like you know so that is my crazy story that also happened when did that happen sunday so this has just been a wild wild week this has just been a wild week um yeah i hope i didn't scare you but it definitely scared me like and then i got up and i prayed a little bit more and i'm like yeah no weapon formed against me shall prosper but the spiritual realm is real do not neglect it tap into the holy spirit tap into the spirit don't be walking around like you're a physical being you're not you're a spiritual being and if you neglect your spirit your body's gonna fall Alrighty. <laughs> I love you. I do. Thank you for listening. I will see you in my next episode. You are so, so, so close and dear to my heart. And I wish nothing but the best for you. I wish nothing but the best for you. Have a good rest of your week. Goodbye.